after the rest is uh, slow slow counting it's like i'm doing an essay for school and there's a certain amount of words required so if i keep verbally writing i'll finish and then there will be a thousand words and then we can all go home isn't that the plan for each podcast, we just get through it. It's like a medical exam. It's like getting your teeth pulled or your anus fingered for a prostate. Who knows, really? I need to go to the doctor. It's been a while. I've just been going to the local guy at the corner who tells me he's a medical profession, and he checks me out. He fingers my anus, and then he puts his hand in my mouth and checks my teeth with the same finger. I should be cleaner, really. I should bring some soap so he can wash his hands the next time he gives me my full-body medical. Tony, Tony at the corner, nice man. He's a uh, pay him in meth, so that's a good system we have. That's how the medical system works here in America, especially in L.A., especially in West Hollywood. Hollywood, there's a lot of meth heads. And, you know, he said to me, I'm a doctor. And I said, I believe you. Why would you lie to me? He said, would you like a checkup? I said, go on, sure. He said, what does he want to know? And I was like, I suppose, check check me all over. He hit me in the elbow and it didn't do anything. And he said, good reflexes. And I said, thank you. And then he just looked me in the eye and he said, your eyes seem grand. And I said, I feel kind of blind a lot of the time. Sometimes I wake up in too much booze and I feel blind. I can't see. And then he'll say, no, that's the sign of a good night. If you lose one of your senses on a night out, you know you've done it well. So congratulations. And I'll say, why, thank you, Dr. Tony. You've been too kind to me. I thought I was going to have to take it easy. And you're telling me no. And he'll say, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Look how happy I am. And he'll smile. And he'll be the happiest homeless man I've seen. And I'll say... Maybe it's time to get into Met. Maybe that's what I'm missing out of my life. What's the whole point of this pursuit of happiness to the goal? Success, success, it's never going to make you happy. You'll think it will, and then you'll get there. And then you'll be like, ah, fuck, I fucked up. That didn't fill the void. And then you'll become spiritual, like the Beatles. And you'll say, let's go to India. Then you'll go there and you'll find yourself... And you'll kind of produce shit art. It'll still be good. Don't worry. It'll still be good. But it won't be as good because you lost your edge. Your edge is gone because you realize it's all pointless. We're going to die anyway. So what's the, what's the whole point? And I'll say, wow, Dr. Tony, thanks for that insight. All of this while you were fingering my butthole to check my prostate. Sorry about the erection. Didn't think that would happen, Tony. Didn't think it would happen as a man... Finger the old anus, but there we go. And that's that's how I get my medical advice, my medical checkups. Doc Tony, the local crackhead. Well, welcome to the podcast with me, Marquez. What are we at? One, two, nine. Wow, you know what that means? We're so close to 130. Here I go again, just using words to fill the void. In my life and in your life. Wow, guys, I'm using us both. You're using me and I'm using you back, huh? What a great system. If only the world was that fair, where we'd all be using. We do, really, but more people think, oh, you're using me, but you're using me too. You're using me for the false hope that you had in me. And I'm using you because you're good looking or you're rich or I have false hope in you. Who knows? 
you know yourself who are you who are you using you should phone them up hey buddy i just want to say thanks for letting me use you your sound you're you're cool for that so thank you um <clears throat> 26th of june is it yeah it is 25th 25th who knows who technically cares well it's one in the morning here it's five to one I'm doing a podcast at this sweet hour of the morning because I have to be up at 2.30. Actually, I have to be up. Well, no, I'm off going to bed, so 2.30 is grand. i got a flight in the morning. The flight is at 5. <clears throat> so we have to leave our buddy's house at 3.30 because he likes to be there early. That probably won't even be early. Maybe the flight is at 5.15. Anyway, we're leaving at 3.30, so we have to be up his house to do some stuff beforehand at 3 o'clock. So what I'm saying is that I'll be anxious for the next... Until I get on the plane. Although, no, it's better when I travel with these buddies. So I'm going to Tennessee to do shows with uh, my buddies Chris and his feature, Michael Lenucci. And I'm opening the ceremonies. Because you know me, guys, I'm a good opener. Not here on the podcast. Not in life generally. I'll open awkwardly. And I'll close awkwardly too. A lot like the podcast. Someone the other day told me, Oh, I like your podcast. But it's 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 funny, but it's painful. And I said, why painful? Is it because you feel my pain, my empathy, the sadness of life? Why painful? And they said, uh, Oh, it's because you're so high. And you're just fucking talking shit. And it's painful to listen to. And I was like, oh, that painful. It's painful for the listener. Because it's so dull. Also, number one, fuck you. Number two, this is more important maybe, I'm never high. I don't smoke the weeds. Don't smoke the hashish. No Sambuca for me. I know that's not a hashish. No sativa. You want a sativa or a, a, a dehiva? You want a prolaxative or a delaxative? And you'd be like, no, I want one of those middle ones. Oh, you want a 2 to 1 ratio, THC, TBPPB, TB. Be like, yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, not high. Just rambling, just rambling. Probably hungover. I do it on a Monday or a Tuesday. Tuesday isn't as bad because the hangover has weaned away. Monday, awful. I only do it on a Monday because I'm trying to be productive and fool myself. I'll be like, all right, let's. We got the whole weekend of work and booze, leaving the system, poisoned, running away, <clears throat> like runaway children from a bad, bad foster home. Running for the hills, and you'll be like, come back, serotonin. Come back to me. Come on. And the serotonin is running away. And it's saying, no, you're a bad, bad man. You use us all over the weekend. And I'll say, yeah, but you were using me too, serotonin, to have a good time. We were both using each other. And um, so, yeah, I've just hung over rambles. That's why, you know, very hungover. If you're like, oh, this is painful, then show a bit of fucking empathy. Show some empathy to your dear hosts, giving you this free shit for free. Suffering through his pain, fooling himself. Let's be productive. Let's beat the hangover. The hangover won't keep us down. 
I'm not a bum. I'm doing a hangover. I'm producing something. It's going out there into the world. Please love me. Please, for the love of Christ. For the love of Dr. Tony. For the love of God. I wish he'd cut his nails before he fingered me. <laughs> Come on, Tony, if you're listening. Tony, me you listen, Tony. Just have a little manicure. I wonder if manicure's right. I never got a manicure or a pedicure. All of my nails are shiny and people are like, are you getting your nails done? Sorry, people. I just look after myself. I abuse myself and I look after myself. I take advantage of myself and I look after myself. This is the only person I take advantage of when I'm drunk, thank God, is myself. I spend all my money, whether it be on booze, gallivanting, come home and I buy a $500 t-shirt drunk and it shows up and I'm like mm, okay <clears throat> try it on you think if you bought a $500 t-shirt you're going to be like oh this is heaven this is sexual this feels nicer than taking off a condom with your wife and she said finally you can you can have sex with me without a condom and you're like oh Teresa Thank you. It's been 10 years. Finally. Let's try and have a kid. She'll say we're both 72. That's not going to happen, uh, Timmy. But uh, you can finally have sex with me without a condom. And then you slip it in. And the feeling will be so nice. You'll have a heart attack. And you'll die. And that was Teresa's plan the whole time. She was out for your money. She wanted life insurance. And she played you like a fool, Timmy. She played you like a fool. Now she has your thousands. Your thousands and thousands of dollars. They're all hers. Just because uh, you couldn't hack the pleasure of no condom. What am I on about? God only knows. God, if you're listening up there, give us an old wink of what I was even on about. God, you let me down. I gave you a pause there for a moment. I said, I pause. I pause. And still, I said, pause twice. And I paused between those pauses. It was a pause, pause. Pause, I gave you a pause, pause, God. I gave you a triple pause. This is probably the point now where people are tuning out. They'll be like, he kept talking about fucking pause. What was he on about? I don't know. I just know I have to stay awake. <clears throat> Not that it's hard to stay awake. I'm just going to be goosed tomorrow. Um, We're going to Tennessee. I think we got two gigs on Wednesday. One Thursday, one Friday, one Saturday. Back on Sunday... And apparently Tennessee is kind of big or something. I don't know. Maybe we're flying into Alabama first. Again, I don't know. I just say, yes, I'd love to come. And they'll say, thank you. The shows need you. And I'd say, I know everybody needs me. <clears throat> and then, um, but instead of flying around... We're taking a bus. We're going on a bus, people. The bus boys are in town. All the bus boys. We are the bus boys. So we're going to go taking... Uh, it's like a luxury bus. I presume it's going to be like almost famous. Don't they take a bus in that? We're all going to sing. Me, Chris, and Mike. Oh, I'm going to be pumping out the Elton John hits. Hold me closer, tiny wanker. Daylight humper, don't know the words. Do I even have the cadence? So hold me closer, Daniel. 
dun, 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 dun. Fuck. Well, that's a great medley. Free medley, people. Come on, where else are you going to get an Elton John medley at one in the morning? That's it, right here, right here, with Tony out the window looking in at me. He's beckoning me with his finger in finger. Not tonight, Tony, not tonight, medical Tony. I don't need any procedures. But we're taking this bus. And I was like, uh, I still don't know how I feel about a bus. I have a laugh with Chris and Mike anyway, so I know we're going to have a laugh. But uh, bus, a girl earlier called me prissy. And I said, that's a good word for me. I am prissy. And I like hotel rooms. I like AC. I like the AC pumping, pumping low. I'm a prissy pussy man. Uh, even though I Chris showed me pictures of the bus, and you're like, wait, this is the bus? It was like luxurious. Although there's one good bed, and then there's two bunk beds. So me and Mike, I presume they're not going to give me the master bedroom. You never know, though. You never. I deserve it. That's here. That's one thing we can say for a fact. I deserve the fucking master bedroom. Fact. No one here. No one listening will disagree. Because no one's listening. It's just me and a microphone. And we both agree I deserve that master bedroom. But will I get it? No. I'll be a good boy. I'll be a good good team team player. And I'll say, let's pull short a straw. I'll get the lower bunk. Um, but it does look savage. It does look like it's not a bus. Like it's a, a hotel. So that should be cool. I still don't know how it's going to work. Because I'm a prissy man. And I wonder how long we're on the bus for. I think during the night. Here's the problem too. I can't sleep anymore. It's just unless I have some boozes. It's not happening buddies. It's not happening boys and girls. Jeez I had the worst sleep ever last night. I don't usually get the fear anymore. But for some reason last night. Oh the fear was high. Staring at the ceiling in the darkness. Just cold sweats. Even though I went to the gym yesterday. I was out all weekend, but I was doing shows, and you know how it goes, people. I went to some rock concert on Saturday that I was like, ah, should I go? But I was like, yeah, it's invite only, you should come. And I went, and then it was cool, free booze, free food, really cool concert. Just living life, you know, that bullshit. Um, but then... I went out Sunday, there was Wednesday shows, Thursday shows, and just just living life, you know, you can't, you can't blame a man for living life. If I think a night's going to be fun, I'd be like, fuck it, why not? I don't work during the day, well I do, but not technically. Why not go have fun? It's like what the Beatles told me in that documentary that was on HBO. It's not about the materialistic, it's about the spiritual. And that's what I feel boozing is, it's a spiritual awakening. So you fool yourself into having a good time, you'll be like, if I hear a song, if I hear Franz Ferdinand take me out, I'll be like, I'm taking myself out. Here we go, we're going out, or banquet by block party, I'll be like, oh, the beat, the beat got me. Doing it, I can't even do it, but there we go. Two good songs, or if I hear a good house song with uh, house beats, piano, and a girl singing, I'm out, I can't help it, it's in me DNA, it's in me DNA, um, but yeah, last night's sleep was brutal, brutal, felt like I was in the Vietnam War, what's that movie, Apocalypse Now, when your man can't sleep, he's like, I'm in Saigon, 
when am I going back to the jungle? The walls are closing in. He didn't even have AC. I had my AC pumping. Woke up in a pool of sweat. My body was weeping. Weeping, but now dancing. So anyway, that's why I'm like, how am I going to sleep on a bus? The last time I didn't sleep in like a bedroom, I was on a yacht in the Caribbean. Oh, that was some good trip. That was a laugh going around on a super yacht. LA is a good laugh, isn't it? One time you're on a super yacht, paparazzi are following you around. You're boozing, having the time of your life. I went with uh, Robbie Williams. He rented a yacht. He was like, do you want to come? I was like, I was going to be there anyway. Whether you invited me or not, I was showing up to the yacht. That was unreal. We were just going around from island to island. We had a personal chef. <coughs> personal trainer just this savage boat we had a boat behind the boat it was the high life people it was the high life chef looked like Bill Murray we were like is Bill Murray in disguise the best food it was unreal but I slept like a baby in that little single bed downstairs in the yacht but the only reason was really because I was drunk I was hammered drunk then I could sleep like a whore. I'm not going to be boozing on this Tennessee trip properly. Maybe. Who knows? But I don't want to be boozed up on a moving bus bed. I'm a sensible man, people. A lot of you are like, no, that's not what we'd call you. We'd call you a fucking idiot. And I'd say, thank you. You know me well. I was just trying to fool you. I was just trying to fool you like a fool. Like I fooled myself with the pursuit. The pursuit of what? The pursuit to death. Might as well have a laugh, people. That's what I realize. Even if it ends up with the fear, cold sweat, staring at the wall, being like dumb brain. The worst part is, my brain's like, if you know if you just slept tomorrow, you'll feel great. And then I'm like, brain, you make a good point. I'll give you that much. You make a good point. But what if we just stay up? <clears throat> How about that? What if we stay up and pretend we're going to write, but really we just lie there and be like, Jesus, where is it all going? What's the whole point? Why am I sweating? Where do we go so right or so wrong? And then it's five in the morning. You're like, cool, I'll never sleep. Should I listen to music? And then you listen to music and you're like, oh yeah, music keeps me awake. Cool. I made another great call. I made a great call. Just like... <clears throat> I got stung by a bee the other day. Um, a bee flew into my hair and I made the great call. It got stuck in my hair. And I was like, oh, I gotta get it out of my hair. And I hit it and the bee hit me back. It stung me. The bee died. I had a dead bee in my hair. I was like, who sent you to kill me? Who is this kamikaze bee? And he died, and I stung myself. And then I panicked for a moment. I was like, ah, oh, I've never been stung before. I was like, what if I'm allergic to bee stings, and I don't know? Am I going to die? And I was on the way to the gym, and I turned around, and I sprinted home. Because the, what's it called, the bee sting? The hornet? No, what the fuck? Who knows? 
it was sticking on my finger and I was like, I gotta get it out. It's the poison. And I ran home for splinters, no, for tweezers, and I took it out. And I didn't die, people. I didn't die, so I'm not allergic. You can all allergic. I'm not allergic and my English is poor. So there we go. It's a good... If a bee attacks you, just let it beat you up. <laughs> let it win. You don't want to kill the bee. I took a bee out. Aren't we losing bees? I'm such a prick. Losing bees. I think my brother got stung by a bee before. He might have been allergic and he swelled, he swelled up. He swelled up. That's maybe. I can't remember. He didn't have a good look growing up. One time there was a dog chasing us. We were at our cousin's house, a farm, and the dog was like this happy dog named Alf. They loved him, but he chased us around the whole time, and we'd be running and be like, stop, he's after us, he's got big teeth, and he'd just be barking and running, and we ran, and we were running through the house, and we were both in fear. In fear, I could tell, we were both in fear, and we ran to the sliding door, and my brother ran into the sliding door face first, and I ran through the door, uh, feet first, so that was nice, I didn't smash my face, but he smashed it pretty bad really bad actually, to get stitches in the face doctor had to come around for an emergency operation on the couch my cousin's couch, stitch up his face you know how we do it in Ireland it's very uh, backwards, very rural area, there's no time, he was in too much pain, the doctor rushed over and only using a knife and a fork he stitched his face back together a knife and a fork and some two plus uh, so that was nice. I that I didn't have my face smashed up. I remember. I think when he was. I don't remember this, but when he was younger too, he pulled down a pot of boiling water on himself. He scalded part of himself, and it's just like Jesus. Some of us don't get the luck. Lucky for me, I've gotten all the bad luck since. So that's nice. He got the bad luck out of the way early, and now it's on me. Uh, I am. Um, we were both cursed. Although does apparently does a thing called the Irish curse. I never heard about it until recently, and I was like, a girl was like, "Oh, do you have the Irish curse?" And I said, "What's that?" We love having fun. Wink, wink. And she said, "No, you've got a small dick." And I said, "Huh?" She's like, "Irish men are notorious for having small dicks." And I said, "Really? You mean I'm not alone?" <laughs> You mean there's more of us out there? I thought I was alone. I thought it was just me. God, I feel so better now. I'm part of a community of small dicks. The Irish curse. I never even heard of that before. That's, that's cool. It's like the Irish goodbye. It's when you talk out without saying goodbye. Which isn't true. Because the Irish goodbye would be like, Okay, I'll see you later. So go on, sure, I'll talk to you. Yeah, I'll talk to you. Yeah, me and my little dick, we're going to get out of here. I got small dick energy. S-T-E. No, I didn't say S-T-D. No, sure, yeah, I'll be off. Yeah, sure, all right, I'll have one more. Go on, sure, I'll have a Guinness and a Jameson. Ah, sure, yeah, you'll have one too, and then you're there for another two hours. That's an Irish goodbye. Not the Irish bounce without saying anything. I don't know where these phrases come from. <coughs> And the Irish curse. Thank God I don't have the Irish curse. I wonder if things are true, you know, when you hear them, you're like, really? Come on. I heard the other day, too, that, like, if you're a lot of highly successful businessmen <coughs> are very submissive in bed, 
which explains why I'm so dominant. <laughs> Such a dumb joke. The joke there is that I'm not a successful businessman. Just in case you're like, what was the joke that that dumb man was trying to say? There you go. I spelt it out for you. That's how I'm unsuccessful. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So they're submissive. And they'll be like, they'll have been pegged. <laughs> so my buddy almost got pegged the other night. He was telling me, pegging, if you don't know him, is when the girl puts on a strap-on dildo and pegs you in the anus. Similar to <clears throat> Dr. Tony down the corner, but he uses his finger. Thankfully, Dr. Tony doesn't use a strap-on. Uh, but yeah, pegging. <laughs> I've had the debates. I must have talked about this in the podcast before. Is pegging gay? Why do we care? It's like that episode of uh, Black Mirror. If you haven't seen it, well, go check it out. The dudes, two dudes, two friends, they're playing online uh, virtual reality fighting game. And one's a chick and the other's a dude. And instead of fighting, they start pumping. <laughs> and the two buddies are in it in their virtual reality headsets and they're pumping the fuck out of each other. They're kissing and pumping. And then they come out and they're like, whoa, was that gay? Are we, I'm married. Are we allowed to do this? And then it's the whole, de- it's not a debate. The episode is, hello, yeah, I still have a buddy. I have a couple of buddies. One that I'm like, that's pretty, if you're, if you're doing that, that to me is gay. <laughs> like pegging too seems gay, but is it? It's a girl. That's what I, some buddies, they'll be like, no, it's a girl doing it. It doesn't matter. But then it's like, yeah, but is it? I don't know. It's a debate for God and the angels. They have the best debates. Why does it even matter? Just be fluid. Who cares if it's gay, if it's straight, if it's whatever it is. Um, who cares? But my buddy was saying he almost did it and the girl had a strap on and then she pulled out. Not of him, but of doing it. Apparently she wanted <laughs> promised someone else. And he was like, okay, you're the one who brought it up. Just like me bringing up why I'm not successful. Why am I dominant? I wonder if that's... Uh, I can't tell the Netflix. Even today I had... I was talking to my buddy, and I won't say any names, but let's just call him Michael Lenorchi. <laughs> he was, he was like, "No, bro, that's not gay." And I was like, "So you're telling me if we did that, it wouldn't be gay?" And he's like, "No, you'd be a woman in the game, <laughs> or he'd be the woman." He's like, "That's not gay, bro." And he's like, "Yep, uh, it's a very, I don't know, who really cares? Do whatever you want." Do whatever you want. I just can't figure it out. <clears throat> Phone in, dear listener. Phone in. Phone in with some great questions like, do you ever get so drunk you dabble in intimacy? <laughs> That's how I know it. That's a good drunk level for Irish people. You get intimate. You don't get fighting. You don't get loud and boisterous and fun. You don't be pumping. They're all normal drunk levels. It's when you get intimate. Oh, he needs to go home. Oh, send him home. He's fucked. Oh, Christ. He's talking about his feelings. Time to cut him off. That's when they cut you off in Ireland. 
he's had enough. You gotta stop that. No, that's enough, I'd say. That's enough. He's gonna wake up fully blind. He won't just feel blind. He won't just have lost an ear or his hearing. He's talking about his feelings. He's, he's admitting to liking a girl. He's gotta go home, lads. He's gotta go home. He's gonna start crying for no reason and we won't know what to do and our whole night will be ruined. Never dabble in intimacy. That's a sign that you have a drinking problem. That's a drinking problem sign in Ireland. Oh, he's talking about feelings. Jesus, he should lay off, huh? He shouldn't have so much booze. Oh, he's puking in the gutter. Good boy. Good man yourself. No, he's having fun. He's just making room for more booze. That's it. Keep it going. Here, give him this glass of vodka Red Bull. Oh, whoops a daisy. It was piss in the glass. He's drinking piss in the glass just after he puked. What a fun man. What a fun time. Lads, we're living life. Oh, no, he's talking about his relationship with his dad. Oh, Christ. Let's send him home. Let's just put him in an Uber and send him home. <clears throat> he pissed the bed. Oh, what a fun fucker he is, huh? He's a great man. He's telling us that he's sad and depressed. Time to cut him off. Time to cut him off. Cut off the emotions. See you later. Good luck. <clears throat> it's weird. They should cut... I've People in LA will bring their dogs, their tiny dogs, to like a really busy bar, loud bar in LA, like karaoke night, or they're fucking have a DJ and it's pumping. These tiny little dogs are just like, been passed around and everyone's like, that's so cute. I see someone on a busy dance floor, she brings her dog in a bag and you're just like, tiny dog. They all look the same too, weirdly, like white poodles, but they're not poodles, they're tiny. I don't know what they are. I saw someone last week, tiny dog, and I was like, went up to her, I was like, why are you bringing your dog in here? She was like, oh, she loves it. I asked her, she wants to be here. She's actually a very social dog. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, oh, you're fucking mental, huh? You're mental. But then there was a, girl, a guy I was with, and he was just like, Oh, yeah, my dog would love it, too. He's very social as well. He's a social dog. And it's just like, what the fuck? Why would a dog want to come listen to fucking white dudes singing Eminem loudly and poorly? You think he wouldn't prefer to be at home chilling? No, he's a social dog. He likes having a few pints with the boys and then going home, pissing his bed. Be like, oh, he's like myself. I have a lot in common with that dog of yours. It's mental. These people are mental, though, and you're talking to me. You're like, oh, you're fully gone. I wonder how many people I know in LA that, like, I've known from before are now mental. Sometimes they'll show straight away, and other times it creeps out. I remember I went out with a. This is when I first was in LA, and you're like, is this guy sound? Is he sound, or am I just hoping his sound? And in the first bar we went to, these, uh, these girls walked by and he was like, look at these fucking cunts. <laughs> and I was like, huh? He's like, fucking cunts everywhere. And I was just like, oh, no, he's not sound. He's an angry, angry man. He's not even boozing, and he's this angry. Oh, Christ, someone broke his heart, and he's never healed. Now he blames women. He hates them all. Apparently, if you love your mom, grown up, like if your dad isn't there, and you love your mom a lot, a lot, a lot, 
um, you hate women as a result. There's this guy I know, and he's like, always, oh, he's like, oh, I love my mom. He keeps posting about it. And then I see him, like, talking about other women. He's like, oh, look at this bitch. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What did she do? And he'd be like, oh, no, I'm only joking. I was like, no, you're not, though. So I Googled it, and it's because women can never live up to them, his mother. So they're never good enough. So they're just fucking bitches. And that's what you're dealing with out there. You're dealing with fucking psychos who you're like, oh, he loves his mom. And in fact, it's, yeah, but as a result, he hates the rest of women. The rest of women. <clears throat> or like another guy I've seen. Anyone who likes that Jordan Peterson dude is dubious, I think. Now I think my gut feeling is like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He might be technically smart, but he'd say dumb stuff like, you gotta make your bed. If you make your bed, you'll become successful in life. Make your bed and you're just like... And then dudes, lonely loser dudes would be like, oh, that's so profound. If I just made my bed, my my life would be on track. I can get down to success. Women will love me. And it's like, you only think that's profound because it's a fucking white dude telling you. Your mom has been telling you, make your bed. Since you were young, you're never like, wow, mom, that's pretty fucking profound. Why? Maybe it's because she's a woman. Even though you love her, you won't listen to her. Let's listen to Jordan fucking Peterson. Apparently, he only eats meat, <laughs> which is hilarious, too. What do you want to have? Meat? I'm a real man. <laughs> okay, just meat, just fucking meat. I make my bed and I eat meat. I have a PhD. I'm a psychologist. Okay. Yeah, this is how you fucking get women. Eat meat. Make your bed every morning. Wow. Jordan, you're cool. I know. I fucking know I am. Why? Because I got meat in my teeth, baby. <laughs> I got meat in my teeth. They're stuck in the back teeth. I can't get them out. That's why I'm always a bit angry. Because <clears throat> I got meat in my teeth. I saw this guy. Again, I thought he was sound when I first met him. <clears throat> Slowly but surely, I was like, oh, he's not sound at all. He's mental. He posted a video about being in a man group. And I was like, oh, no, this is, uh, this is a made-up video. And I was like, are you feeling left out as a man? Feeling you're not being heard? All white dudes, too, just crying and screaming at each other in this video and shaking each other and wanting to pump at the end, but they're straight, but they're in the closet and they don't know re really know why they're upset. They're missing their foreskins, probably. It's a whole situation going on with them. They think men have been marginalized. <clears throat> They've only just realized they should start making their bed. And um, it's a tough life for these straight white males. Tough life. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I saw him post it. I was like, this has to be a parody of some sort. And then I realized, no. And lo and behold, also posting about Jordan Peterson. It all made sense. It all made sense. Also... I love people who are like, you know, you guys just got to be grateful. Take every day as it comes. And you know, well, not you know. <clears throat> I know for a fact that they're spoiled, arrogant cunts. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, it's a nice fucking, it's so weird. LA is full of these people. It's mental. 
to be like completely saying one thing but going the other way i suppose that's all over too it's like those fucking reverends who are like fuck gay people and then on their free time they're fucking gay people i suppose you just you just uh you just never know you never know with these fucking creeps but i wonder how many more creeps are like he's sound oh so many one guy he was just like yeah i'm the nicest guy ever kept fucking cheating on his wife and telling her <laughs> and you're just like okay thought you were the nicest guy ever that's what you kept telling everyone i'm a gentleman also my wife of six months i've been cheating with the neighbor and I'm going to keep telling you every time I do it. Because I'm a gentleman. Not because I'm a cowardly piece of shit who can't live with the shame. So that's handy. I realize too. Uh, your man Jordan Peterson must be popular in LA. Because you can say stuff in LA like. Oh. It's though you sound smart in West Hollywood. Uh, glory holes. But for your emotions. And people would be like, oh, man, that's so deep. Oh, if I had a glory hole for my emotion, wow, my life would be deep. If you don't know what a glory hole is, that is when, usually at a gas station, petrol station, as we say in Ireland, you go to the bathroom, that seedy little disgusting bathroom, and there's a hole in the wall. And you're like, huh, what's this? And then you stick your dick in, and there's someone at the other side. You never know who it is. It could be a woman. <laughs> it could be a beautiful woman. You never know. You never know what these beautiful women are up to. Or it could be a man. It could be a trucker. A trucker on the other side of the wall. And he sucks your penis. It'd be hilarious. I want to know about the other side of the glory hall. Not the public side, but who's behind the curtain? <laughs> who's the iron fist? Who is the man or woman that's sitting? They must be like between walls. I've never seen one. One time a girl told me, oh no, the other night at a show, she was like, you look like you use glory halls. And I said it on stage, and this girl in the front row was like, yeah, you do. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? Also, which side of the glory hole are you saying I'm on? Do I look like I'm on the sticking me willy into the hole? Or I'm sitting there behind the wall, between two walls, where they put that, what's it called? The fucking insulation. I'm sitting in there, and I'm reading a book. You know, I brought a little light, and I brought some Tolstoy. Love him, war, war and peace. Because I'm an intellectual glory hole sucker. I'm an IGS. I'm an IGS, people. Um, and I'm sitting there, and you hear a noise, and you look up from your book. You keep your finger on, because you're reading it in the dark, but you're also like, oh, is that a dick? Is that a dick coming through the hole? And it's just someone looking in, and you're like, ah, fuck, no, it's not a dick. And you go back to reading. And then you'll be like, I remember the, the good old glory hole days. I remember the good old glory hole days when, um, when 
there used to be more truckers on the road and people weren't always on their phone, they weren't on apps, they just took a risk and they tried out a glory hole. Now it's all these apps and it's just easier to do it without the app or with the app. And I miss the old days when I'd be sucking penis 10 an hour. <laughs> They'd be lining up around the corner for me. I could, I barely read a book back in the day and now I'm getting through War and Peace. I got through Ulysses last week and War and Peace this week. Jesus, I miss the old days when I'd just be sucking dick and wouldn't be reading. Bring back the good old glory hole days. Oh, I miss him. I miss him. So anyway, the girl thought I I looked like I would use a glory hole. And um, another girl agreed with her. But I should have asked, which side of the glory hole do I, do I fall upon? Am I on the Republican side or the Democratic side of the glory hole? So it's a good question. I'll look in the mirror later and I'll ask myself. And I'll say, oh yeah. <coughs> Bring back the good old days glory hole but for your emotions now we're blending new age with the old fashioned ways that's a great idea if someone could do that uber prefer glory holes <laughs> and people are like wow that's profound do you only just eat meat to be like fuck yeah baby I make my bed and I eat meat I'm a woman's dream you want to peg me in the butthole no you got a doctor Dr. Tony you want to watch him finger me no you're cool okay fuck women that's how I feel they, they operate. One thing about the glory hole days would be uh, you wouldn't have to work out. <coughs> Remember those good old days? You could just be at a glory hole and no one could see if you were fat or not. And you would just be like, yeah, I'm a good looking woman. I just, because of the wall, it, I sound like a man. <laughs> and the person on the other side would be like, okay. As long as you're a hot girl, it's not gay, right? And you'd be like, no. <laughs> uh, but now we're all working out. We're all working out because the lack of glory holes. The demise of the glory hole. What a sad time. Like my own career, it's, it's a sad time. It's a sad, sad time. It's like bringing a, a dog to a bear. It's a sad time. It's a sad, sad time. Speaking of time, all right, it's... We did the podcast. This is about it. What were we even on about? I don't know. I go blackout, and then people hit me up, and they're like, that's funny. As they hit me up, and they say, that's painful. Why don't you fuck off or stay around? Who cares? Write a review on uh, iTunes. Boost. Spread the word. Boost the whatever needs to be boosted, the signal. Let's get. Let's bring back glory holes. Huh, guys, come on. If we band together, I'll set up a Patreon. I'm going to set up a Patreon, and then from now on, you can only listen to this on the Patreon, because every penny you donate will be donated towards the Glory Hole, uh, the Glory Hole Fund. We're bringing it back, people. We're bringing it back. Or you can just Venmo me, Marquez, number one, Marquez one. Either way, the Glory Hole shall return. Don't know if I'll be in it. He decided a glory hole, but you never know. You may make an all come back here. You never know, really. Now, you never know who you might find at the glory hole. <laughs> That'd be a good. There has to be a gay bear named the glory hole. Ah, yeah, it's a good bosom spot. The glory hole. It's a good watering spot. <laughs> yeah, they've got a great bathroom. You can go and get your all 
dick sucked. Yeah, it could be a girl in there. You never know. You never know. Oh, imagine if I'm on this bus tomorrow driving around Tennessee and I go to the bathroom and there's a glory hole. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. And I'd be like, huh, I saw Chris out there in the living room area watching TV. Who is in the glory hole? <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, hey. And the person behind, not saying it'll be Michael Lenoci, but who else will be there? We'll be like, ah, yeah, you want your dicks? <laughs> I'm like, Mike, is this you? Because it's not who's driving the bus. <laughs> and he'd be like, no, it's not Mike. It just sounds like him. This is a hot girl. I'd be like, really? You're not lying to me now? And be like, no, it's like that Black Mirror episode. And you'd be like, oh, so this isn't gay. He'd be like, no, just think of a girl. He'd be like, okay. I mean, if that happens tomorrow, well, you know, I'll never leave the bus. <laughs> okay. Okay, now we've had enough. Can't wait to tell Chris and Mike tomorrow. Oh, I should listen to my podcast. Why? Oh, I'm on about glory holes a lot. Too much, some might say. Too much. All right, there we go. Hit me up on Instagram. The Marquez, Twitter at Trickadoo, a lot of gems, buy my books on Amazon, random, randomer and pre-dumb, got some poultry books coming, I wrote a new poem during the week, but I'm too tired to read it, so sorry fuckers, people give out to me too, they're like, why don't you read in a like sexier way, and I'm like, because I'm tired, I've been speaking for 46 minutes, whatever, you want me to perform for free? No, you can read it and pretend my voice is reading it to you, whether you're straight, gay, virtual reality, or just my own figment of my own imagination. Can't talk. There we go. That's it. Till next time. Go out there now and start the Glory Hole Club. Goodbye. Good duck. 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 Good